started it, I was planning on having a co-host, but I wasn't planning on um, having like more than two people. But it was just, I think at the moment at the time when I started it, I was just planning on me and uh, one of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, Jason. So it was just going to be us two, and we're just going to talk about like cultural stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of angle I wanted to start at, uh, go with at the start. But then, like I was saying, I felt. Like, as I kind of progressed the whole thing, I was like, if I go down that route, then I'm going to have to restrict myself just to that. Then I thought, okay, I can expand it and have more conversations. Yeah. And I learn more as well by just having more conversations with people. I can learn a lot from everyone. And from there, I was like, okay, I'll do it like that. And then also, like, one of the main reasons I started it was because I felt like I was going in a direction where... um I was I was pretty like left wing, right? Mm-hmm. Left wing like um, ideology when I start uh, before I started it, mm-hmm. and then I found myself going down the street where I was like I was almost dismissive of other ideologies because I was like right. like oh, oh yeah I was like why are you thinking that like I wouldn't let myself think that like there is a different way of thinking about mm-hmm. something. So you kind of you put yourself into that category like left wing. Yeah. Like, this is this is oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And then I, and then I realized oh okay shit it's not it's not good way to be thinking especially at this age yeah exactly yeah. That. you can't put yourself in a box yeah that's what um, you're doing and like if you if you if you say i'm just like i'm purely left-wing then yeah. you're saying everything all the beliefs of someone in the right wing is like wrong or you're just yeah. completely dismissing it yeah so now I'm, I'm a lot more open-minded in terms of like what i think and doesn't mean i don't have opinions about something but yeah. i kind of tend to go in that direction now I feel like it's when you have like such strong opinions on something. Yeah. It's like this has to be the right way. Like, do you know yeah. I mean? when you when you can't kind of be open enough to see why another person would think uh, yeah, the opposite yeah. of what you would think. Yeah. Like, during the pandemic, I um I think my whole shift in like perspective happened when there was an article in BBC, right, and it said uh, minority communities are affected by COVID because of institutional racism. Right. And I was like, that's such an oversimplification of something so complex. And I thought, yeah. okay, but that's, that has nothing to do with it. It's got so many factors going into it. And that's when I started reassessing, like, all the things that I kind of believe. Mm. And that's mm. like, okay, sure, I need to, like, think about it a bit more deeper and try and understand yeah. that there's more ways of thinking about the same thing. What made you, like, actually start the podcast itself? Um... I thought. Do you want to like give a shout out like to your podcast oh, and stuff yeah. first, so like people. Yeah, so um, I I started a podcast. I think it was like early last year called Coconut Talks, and when I started it, I had this idea of kind of exploring like just Indian culture, and just talking about how uh, things are different, and then it kind of just evolved from there. Just talking about difference in differences in how we grow up here to India, and then yeah. how. Um, like white people here have a different lifestyle to us, even though we grew right. up here, that kind of thing. But then that that's almost kind of completely gone, and now it's just about having. I just want to have interesting conversations. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I feel like we like you go into it with like oh like this is what I want to do. Kind yeah, of thing. and then once you start, it's like you. Yeah, it's better to be just open with regards to like what you want to get out of it. Yeah, and I'm just trying to have as much fun as I can with it. Yeah, now. And yeah, so I started it and then um, 
obviously at the time when I started it, I always had that um, Indian kind of background um, to it, which I wanted. So that's kind of the name I went, that's the reason I went with the whole coconut um, experience, like coconut talks kind of thing. Coconut has a meaning behind it, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like brown on the outside and white on the inside. And then I got, um, yeah, so I got my friend to do the logo for it because I think I hit you up and asked you if you'd do logos, logos. And then, um, yeah, that was, yeah, I remember. That was like, yeah, that was ages ago. So yeah, I got my friend to design the logo. I, I gave her like a really shitty sketch and said this is how I want it to look like. And then she did a really great job. And yeah, and then Giorgio helped me um, make the intro and uh, intro music. So I told but the only thing I Shout want out to Giorgio. Yeah. So the only thing I wanted in the um, music was the sound of the coconut cracking. Mm-hmm. That, that was the only thing I wanted. I mm-hmm. everything else I just like, you you can kind of decide what yeah. you want. But yeah, and then I kind of started it there. I did like a couple of episodes, and I kind of stopped doing it because um, I was I was going through a bit of a rough time. Well, and I kind of got into a stage where other things started taking priority. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I kind of just had a bit of a mental health decline. Really? Yeah, probably towards the back end of last year. Right. So. So do you think it was like brought on by like the lockdown and stuff? Uh, I was brought on by the lockdown and I, like my personal life had taken a bit of a um, downturn right, right. and yeah, and it started affecting, like, yeah, it started affecting everything really, it started affecting my work, like my quality of work went down insanely yeah. and then, yeah, and, and I think it was, uh, yeah, it was like a few months ago, I had like a mental breakdown at work and I told my manager like, I'm going through a lot of stuff at home that I can't, yeah. uh, that I'm struggling with. I told him, like, it's affecting my work and I can't keep doing this for the company. So I I was genuinely going to resign. And then he was like, okay, that's fine. But if you resign now, you're going to take all of these issues to the new place. Right. And then he, then we've got a mental health um, support where, well, yeah, like uh, that's yeah, for it, yeah right? someone who, uh, we've got a guy who's got training for it. He helped me through the whole situation. And then I started going counseling because I was like, I need to get myself sorted out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's been really beneficial. Um, for anyone listening, I'd recommend if you think you're going through a rough time, yeah, like going counseling is really useful. I've like, wow. I mean, I've heard this from so many people. Like, I genuinely want to, like, just, I want to just go to a counseling session. I want to, like, because I feel like, like, well, men, like us, yeah, like, especially, I think we feel, we kind of, we, we don't really let things out. We no. hold it in, and then it just builds up and builds up, and eventually, it like well, what we tend to normally do is we let it out to like like our the people who are closest yeah. to us without even realizing it. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Just, just, that's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> you know, can I be honest? I had no clue. It's so mad when you meet someone and you've just said what you've said. I had literally no idea. Yeah, yeah, I, and yeah. it's like. You go through your life and you think you've got problems and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm listening to what you're saying. And it's like, I can only imagine what you kind of went through and stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like eye opening, isn't it? Like, cause you're yeah. not the only one that's kind of maybe suffering at the moment. Like this. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what it's like. Like you were saying, especially as men, we tend to, we tend to bury our feelings, right? Yeah. That's literally what it is. It's like, you can't express yourself well that's what we think but it's okay to do that yeah. <laughs> right and then like you were saying we tend to vent to our friends and that's good like venting to our friends is good but 
having someone who's professionally qualified helps you, well, helps to guide you through whatever you're going through and come to the answers and conclusions by yourself. Yeah. That's what's needed, really. I feel like even when we're, like, venting to our friends, there's, there's still, like, a level that we kind of won't go past. If you know what yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you, we'll say things, but like in a jokey way, or like, but I feel like when, um, but this is why I think when you, if you're going through like a counseling session, I feel like because you don't know the person, they don't know you, like, I feel like you'll be more open to just say whatever because, like, you don't care. It's like they don't know you. You're not being judged in yeah. like anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. I feel like you let it, let yourself like out without having to like rethink. Oh shit! Should I say this? Should I? Say, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and they also know the right questions to ask. Yeah, that's their like, job, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And thing is, like, they've they've, they've seen... That it's their job, so they see this on a daily basis. So they mm. see, like, people going through the same kind of stuff that you've gone through. And, like, it does help that they've got that previous experience as well. They'll know what works, like, yeah. what to say. Yeah, exactly. Of. And a lot of people... Like, I've, I've recommended to, like, a few of my friends as well. And a lot of the... One thing that everyone kind of says is, how do I know that the counsellor is going to be good? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you just have to um, take that risk. But also, it's not just the fact that if they're going to be good, um, chances are they most likely will be because they're trained in this. Yeah. Um, but you have to kind of be willing to um, develop a rapport with them. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be willing to properly open up and confront your own insecurities whatever you have yeah and that's a really difficult thing because you like, you can lie to everyone but you genuinely can't lie to yourself yeah, because exactly. you know that you're lying to yourself yeah i think it's also interesting when you talk about like when you were going through that like, you it affected your work ethic and work rate yeah i think it's so important when you're in a good place mentally you can do so much in it yeah and like it's so evident because if you're like going through like a tough time um, it's so difficult to be concentrated and to yeah, grow in. And everything's affected. Everything's yeah, yeah. affected. Because yeah. you're you're consumed by your other problems and then what other coping mechanisms you have in your personal life. Yeah. It will leach into your work life. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. one thing I've realised. Yeah. Uh, like, 100%. Towards the end, I was like, because one coping mechanism I ended up developing was just avoiding the problem, not dealing with yeah. it. Yeah. And then... I started doing that at work. It was like, if I had a problem, I'd just be like, I'd just ignore it. And I don't know why I was doing it because it's not like the problem's going to go away. Yeah. But that's genuinely what I started doing. It's because you don't want to go through that pain at the moment. So yeah. Like, I'll just worry about it later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's literally what I ended up becoming. <laughs> Replacing one problem with another. I was, but there's no such thing as a perfect time. Like when you think I'll, I'll sort it out next week. Or the week after, because I'll be in a better space. But there's no such thing as a perfect yeah. time. If something's bothering you, you gotta face it head on, like today, yeah. like literally right now. Otherwise, like it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, it's mad, man. But no, like to anyone listening, if you think like you need counselling, do it. Yeah. I feel like everyone does need counselling. Like honestly, like, most people, I, I believe, like they think they're fine. And like, but like, like yeah. everyone, everyone goes through some shit in their lives, and like the, I feel like everyone goes through like some form of struggle constantly. There's always something there, yeah. Um, and I feel like if you, uh, if you're the kind of person that is so open that just talks about everything and just lets everything go, then it, it's calm. Like you're, you're talking, letting, letting everything out. 
But then I feel like the majority of like Asians in particular, I feel like we don't we don't talk about like all this deep sh- stuff that's yeah. like affecting us. We just hold it in. So um, even if you think you don't, you're not going through anything. Like if you have that open space where you can just talk about like whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're still letting it out. Yeah, exactly. And um, the way I'm seeing it now is a tool to understand myself. Exactly. And yeah. like I'm, I'm in a much better place now. But I don't think I'll stop going. I yeah. think I'll just carry yeah. on like for as well for as long as I want to. Maybe. Yeah. Because you learn so much about yourself. You learn why you have certain patterns of behavior and why you do stuff a certain way. And yeah, it's really interesting. Like you learn that pretty much all of it comes down to like childhood, mm-hmm. like just the way you've been brought up. And because that's so familiar to us, we adopt those like same yeah, behaviors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Did when you, you have start like doing something it. happening in your childhood where you think caused this, or do you think it was kind of naturally? Because obviously, some people are born in a genetic way. Some people are like bipolar and stuff, where they have like emotionally yeah. changes and stuff. Um, in your in your case, do you feel like it was kind of something happened in your childhood? Or... Um, so it wasn't something that happened in my childhood, but it was just the way that I was brought up. So um, I'll give an example, right? So if um, one thing I've noticed is that I tend to feel really shit about myself after work if I haven't done something else productive. Right. So if I come back and then I've just laid in bed yeah, and done nothing yeah. else the whole day, I feel really shit. And then I kind of worked through it and I realized that that was because when I was growing up, I wasn't really allowed to have like time to myself. I was always expected I'd be studying or like yeah, doing yeah. something like that. Oh shit. And yeah. that's, and I realized that, that that's why I feel like that. And now I've managed to kind of work through it and kind of let myself have that time to myself. Yeah, just without like feeling rest, bad just, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the way you like program almost, like when you're there, like you yeah. program to move in a certain manner. So yeah. you couldn't just come home from school and be like, watch telly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, because like, it was always like in the body get there. Yeah, like, yeah. Go. yeah, that's yeah. literally, literally, literally it. Like, you have like five minutes to yourself, like, and the body get there. Or, like, why? That's aren't you? so true. You have never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have the same issue. Like, uh, if I come home from work and I just, I just sit. I can't. Like, I mentally can't. Like, I'll be like, like so agitated. Like, do something. Yeah, but that makes sense. Like, and I'm pretty sure almost all Asians who feel this. Like the story must be similar. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's just the way we grew up, isn't yeah. it? Our upbringings are very similar in that sense. Like it was always like come home from school, you can go out, but then you need to study, like do whatever, like homework or whatever. You need to do that first, then you can get to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, man! That's oh, that's just like opened my view a lot. That's mad. Yeah, but no, you you learn stuff like that a yeah. lot more about yourself. It's really great. So, like, is this was this a like part of your like one of your sessions? Or yeah, yeah, it was just like one of the sessions oh, that we were just like talking through it, and then I was like, oh, I feel like this, and then it was like, why do I feel like that? And then you kind of go back and see, think about why it was. Yeah, and that's when you're like, oh just shit, that's why this is. I'm so I'm so intrigued. Like, I wanna I need to get a session booked in. Yeah, like I've been saying this for so long, but I, I just yeah. I need to just get it done. Yeah, I mean, like, you can find them find it online and it's really not that expensive either but it's for your health isn't it? yeah exactly it's like your health. like I've, I've heard people say oh i can't afford it but then i i think it's your health your i don't know it's like it's like 10 pounds an hour yeah. for like 30 sessions or whatever the thing is people find it hard to spend money on something that's not physical yeah like that you can't physically see 
like if you if you ask someone like spend money on like clothes or food like people don't give a shit like people spend it yeah but, like like when it comes to, like your health your fitness or whatever like where you can't physically like it's not do, do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, solid I object. Mean. yeah yeah i mean i just can't understand why people think like that though because like you said no. it's for your health and like you know however much money is spent over a lifetime it's nothing it comes out like, like that that could be related to upbringing cause because we've never been told to focus on mental like our yeah. mental health do you think um, you know cuz energy is free could never like i was having a conversation with ama yesterday when you talk about like privately paying for health my mother was looking at me like like about town or base base cuz energy is free yeah Like yeah. I don't know but like so obviously counseling which is private isn't it like you're you, still kind of thinking why not go through the NHS and yeah, get it done for so free Yeah you're so used to Yeah when yeah. you like it's free just utilize it yeah. I, th- I feel like once you have a bad experience with NHS you just you 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 just say fuck yeah. it and like that's when you like for me personally that that was what happened like I went through the NHS route and like it literally was so dead like I mean there's a use for it because it's free yeah. so it's yeah. like it's you know Well, we should be thankful it's there, but that doesn't mean that's the only route available. Like if you want, if you want to get something done right now, NHS is not the best route yeah. for you because there's a massive waiting list, and I just feel like it's you can tell it's free. Like mm. there's a reason it's 100%. free, whereas compared to private, like there's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, and I I did try going through the NHS. What like, happened? Um, they said my case wasn't severe enough. See what I mean? Like, and I was like. How severe does my mental health have to it is, like, get? Have I got to die after? <laughs> yeah, like, or like a memo or something. Right, like. and that's when I was like, oh, "Fuck!" All right, then I was like, yeah. I'll, "I'll go do a private." Yeah. I uh, yeah, when I I had asked as counsel like a couple of years ago, and it was through NHS again. I go through the chat and everything, but I just never really went. I think it was similar to what you said. Um, yeah, but I just I'm afraid of it for some reason. Counseling. Yeah, do you um, know why? it might be because you don't you don't want all of that to come out yeah i'll feel like yeah. um i don't know i yeah, feel like that, it might change me after in a in a negative way yeah, but i don't think it no, will if anything i think yeah, make it because you're facing yourself in it yeah. you're literally like facing all of the worst aspects of yourself and it's coming out yeah. and then you're literally looking like the, do you know what i mean like you're, yeah. you're seeing a reflection of like the worst part of yourself yeah and then once you once you know and figure that out then you can you know what to do with it more, do you know what i mean yeah. like you you know it's there it's it's out now yeah and also it probably has a bit to do with the fact that you might be worried about what you might learn about yourself yeah maybe yeah. like the the harsh reality yeah. of your fault yeah. like yeah. Flaws. like it, i mean it, it's not pretty when you're forced to confront um what you've learned about yourself like mm-hmm. kind of head on mm-hmm. yeah It's like throwing in the, the deep end, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you have to let yourself go. Yeah, but then they help you, guide, like your counsellor will help you, mm-hmm. guide, will help guide you through it. It's not like they just throw in the deep end and then say, like, swim or die. Yeah. yeah. Fight or flight. Yeah. I guess it's it's like depending on the counsellor itself, like how depending on how good they are, they can bring out like the worst parts of you out. Yeah. Have like, you seen uh, Afterlife? Breaking your head. Uh, yeah, yeah, have yeah. Like, have you seen the therapist in that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I've seen the first two episodes, two seasons or something. Yeah, I've seen the therapist. <laughs> yeah, like the so, guy. Yeah, that funny guy who's like always taking the piss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. He's like, yeah, he's not a therapist. He's a fucking just dickhead. <laughs> no. no. Afterlife is such a good uh, series. So yeah, I'll, 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 I'll really love, love that series. Yeah. Have you not seen season three? I haven't seen the one now. Yeah. It's so deep. Like, it's mad. It's so deep, but it's funny. Like, the yeah. way he's done it is, is sick. I, I love yeah. Did you see his new special? Yeah. No, 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 no. He's got news for Netflix How's special. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. How is it? Yeah, is it better than Dave Chappelle? No, it's I, it's a, it's different. It's a yeah. different form of comedy. It's, it's I like Ricky Gervais though. So. Yeah, I, I I think he's right. so he's sick. so it's, slick, like so natural. Yeah. Everything comes out yeah. is so natural. Chappelle, Chappelle's on another level. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the thing is, I feel like Ricky Gervais is one of the only comedians that hasn't been cancelled yet, which is weird. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like, true. And he, the stuff he says is way more controversial than, well, like... Then so is Jimmy Carr. Have, have you seen, like... Yeah, no, no. Jimmy Carr, but I don't know. Ricky Gervais, I feel like, is on another level, though. Yeah, yeah, Carr. that's true. But no, what I was saying was... Like, the stuff he says. Yeah, Jimmy, the stuff Jimmy Carr says is outrageous. Yeah. Equally. I'd probably say it's a bit more... It's more outrageous than uh, Ricky Gervais. Really? Yeah. But maybe it's because Ricky Gervais has more reach. As well, like, yeah. like, like I mean, the global, like the awards oh, and yeah, stuff, the true. stuff is, do you know what I mean? Like, that's in front of all of these, like, <laughs> mad people, like, but yeah. I love uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, philosophy, like the way he thinks. Do you know how he, like, walked away from 50 million and stuff? Yeah, oh, when he had the like, Chappelle I, show. I love that. Like, little yeah. stuff like that. Like. Yeah. It's mad he did that, At isn't that it? that age as well. Like, yeah. he was so young then. Mm. So he was like under twenty or like like early twenties. Yeah, like uh, yeah, show. something like that. Yeah, yeah, he was. Like, yeah, I think he was like tw- he was in. The, yeah, it was early twenties when he started um, the Chappelle show. Yeah, because how long ago was that? Yeah, I've seen the Chappelle show. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen like clips of it. What's your favorite skit in it? Um, the blind KKK oh, member. Yes. <laughs> funniest, literally the most funniest. The blind one, and there's also the gay KKK member as well. Or the gentrified oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really funny. But the blind one's just... That's, yeah. It's, it's blind one is so funny. funny, man. Like, oh, what was his name? I forgot, I forgot. I've watched that so many times. Have you seen the Family Swap one? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a legend, man. He's, you know, he, him and Chris Rock is coming. He's going to see them. They've both got... It was like 300... Bro, I saw the tickets. like 300 quid in it. I was actually debating it. No, uh, no. I mean, I managed to get them for eighty quid. What? Like, I was in the queue as soon as the tickets got released. Like, like there's a show. Is it sold out? Uh, I think you might be able to get them. When like, is it? So it's the fourth of fourth and the fifth of September. So it's oh. on the on the Saturday and Sunday, right? The Saturday show got sold out even before the tickets got released because yeah. they did like pre-release on O2, Ticketmaster, and Live Nation. Right. 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 The OT ones got sold out. The pre-release ones got sold out um, on the day it got released. So, like, in, like, a few hours. The Live Nation and Ticketmaster ones got released in, I think, it was like, less than two, three hours after it got released. Yeah. Because I was in the queue for ages trying to get the cheap ones. And I just yeah. couldn't get it. And then, like, when the whole tickets went live, I was just there. Like, refreshing. Yeah, just refreshing, like, all, like, literally for, like, an hour. And then... I managed to get the tickets, and after I booked the tickets, I found out it was for the Sunday show. And what had happened was, um, after the live, after the tickets went live, mm-hmm. they added a show on Sunday because the Saturday ones got sold out. Because of the demand. Yeah. 
But I've seen, I, I went to see Chappelle last year as well. Oh, you've seen him? Yeah, yeah. It's some, it's amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll love to see him. Like, like uh, I've always heard, but well, I've, I've heard these comedians say that when you go see a live show, it's completely different mm-hmm. to seeing a special. Right. And I always thought they were chatting shit, but it's actually so true. Because the atmosphere is completely different. And when they do like, um, the freestyle stuff, so they kind of pick on people in the audience and, yeah, and yeah. do that kind of work, it's amazing. It's actually like, it's, yeah. yeah. As it's long like, as you don't get picked. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so worth yeah, it yeah, yeah. going to see them. But I think there might still be tickets for like 160 ish. Yeah. But. Just Bro, send me the link. Send me the link. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah. If it's say one sixty, I don't mind. If it's Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, yeah, I went to see Chris Rock as well, like a few months ago. Oh yeah. shit! Because he was playing in in Birmingham. I bought his tickets after the slap happened. Wow. I think uh, I think that slap happening was um, a really good way for him to just sell out pretty quick. So, like, what what was he saying in the special? Well, this um, the special he that was like a bit he'd already like bit seemed like perfected. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't really do anything about the slap. He just kind of did a bit at the start where he was like, I'm okay. Thanks for right, asking. Right, right. But I feel that like was it. Everyone's waiting for Chris Rock to, to like, respond. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they uh the one in September they must be doing something because yeah, it's them together and then yeah. he got attacked. Yeah. And also it makes sense. and also like all of their bits are out now. So they must be working on new material. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. That's so mad. They yeah, I mean that was most likely be an Netflix special. Do you not think? Because it's them together, isn't it? Maybe. Oh, actually, I didn't think of that. Netflix might, like, would definitely jump on that. Like, both of them together. Because mm. Netflix is doing the uh, the comedy specials, like, series now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so everyone, it, all comedians want their Netflix, like, want their special go on Netflix, really. That's, like, the most goated thing, I think, like, within the comedy. Yeah, but, I, but that's, even that's changing. Like, everyone's going on YouTube now. Yeah. Because of the yeah. yeah, especially if you're if you're a starting comedian, yeah, um, you get you can make I think you can make more money, and also get more views, and you have complete creative control over your content. Yeah. And I think that's for the for the comedian anyway. I think that's definitely what's more important yeah, for them. Yeah, that's true. But I think like obviously like big time comedians they get creative. Control. Yeah, like Netflix is not gonna like interfere with their work yeah, you know I mean? like, Netflix is not going to interfere with flipping Ricky Gervais or Dave Chappelle they're not going to interfere with their work yeah <laughs> right, have you seen uh, I think it was Chris DiStefano you know who that is yeah I've heard I've heard yeah right. yeah he's got a special out. he released a special on YouTube first and the YouTube one's got mad views and then Netflix bought yeah. it because he I, he went I think proud he had, I think he applied to Netflix and yeah. then they, they they said something about like interfering yeah, and like you know something like I yeah, swear, yeah, was, uh, yeah was, I think it was either they rejected it or they told him to cut bits out. Yeah, and he was like, "No, I'm not doing that." And then he's <laughs> then if bought it, I think it'd be mad to do like a stand up skit and I, I think it'd be so nerve wracking to just stand up by yourself and just like make jokes. Right. Yeah, so um, yeah, I bought it in like like 2020 that time, mm. um, and then I've I've just held it, like I've just not even looked at it. I've just done it as a like like a long term thing, to be honest. Yeah. Would you ever get into NFTs? NFTs. Um, I don't know enough about it to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's too many scams going on to kind of work out what's real. I'm sure like if you spend time on it, yeah. you can work out what's real. But yeah. at the moment, 
there are too many scams going on around it because what I one thing I read was um that what some people would do is well, after they make an NFT they make multiple accounts to buy and sell it just just for themselves to drive the price up. Wow, that's actually very smart. <laughs> but it, but it's a it's a scam. Yeah. So like if you're the one that falls for a scam, then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually yeah. Because you see the price going up, but let's say like it started off three hundred and then a thousand, then ten thousand, yeah, thousand. You think it's gonna keep going up, but it's like being bought by the same person. Yeah, exactly. So I don't understand. I don't understand it well enough to put any money into yeah. it, and I'm really wary of putting money into stuff that I don't understand. Yeah. Now because I've I've learned it the hard, <laughs> I've learned it the hard way around. Where did you invest in some crazy crypto? Um, not crypto. I invested in. Um, so I think you, I think you were in a, you know, when we, I used to, I started a group way back when the pandemic started, we were just like sharing like tips on oh, yeah, trading yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just see stuff in it and I'd invest into yeah. it. Um, but now I'm like, I do my own research before I get into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, um, so. Which stock did you buy that, that you like regret? Uh. What do I re- I think I bought some stock in a company that does graphene manufacturing. Oh. Graphene? Yeah. What's that? Um, so graphene, it's, it's a material that's a single layer thick of carbon atoms. Mm-hmm. So you know graph, you know pencils? Yeah. yeah. The lead in pencils yeah. is graphite. Right. And that graphite is multiple layers of graphene stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And graphene is meant to be kind of like a super material or like metamaterial. Which is going to have huge applications in the future, but I the, the only reason I bought the shares in the company was because um, they've got well because they're making that. But I think once I did a bit more research into it, I think there was a lot of stuff that was yeah. going on. And then I also invested in a company that was mining battery materials, but they got caught up in some scandals. Yeah, and they've their trading's actually been banned and uh, not banned them. Um, Oh, I mean, like hold. Yeah, it's it's, put, it's been put on hold, yeah. and I also invested in a company called Nikola. Oh, Nikola, Nikola Investments. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's an electric car. Yeah, company. I put money into that. Yeah, that I pulled out. Like uh-huh. you know when it, it jumped up. Yeah. Yeah, like jumped up to some crazy amount, and I was like, I'm pulling out. Like. Yeah, and then it turned out yeah. they fake so many results, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, their truck. Did yeah, you see that video of the truck. It was yeah. just rolling down downhill. Yeah, like it like didn't even have a fucking motor in or something. <laughs> and I, yeah, so stuff like that. Now I'm now I'm really <sighs> cautious about. No, but during that time, there was like so there was so much hype in it. Like it was just like, oh, yeah. what was the what's the next big thing? It was all these shitty companies that come up with like these these mad like videos or news or whatever. Yeah, and then like a bunch of people just put money in it. And it was all like just a you go up and then it crash. Yeah, that's, it followed a, like the same cycle. Yeah, the the nickel thing was, um, yeah, it was a bit depressing to see because I was like, you faked results to to do what to do what nothing. Yeah, but that guy made a lot of money, like Trevor Milton or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, he he's been forced to resign from the company now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean obviously that like, you should after you do shit like yeah. that, isn't it? But he got away with it. that's the thing. Like he got away with it for a while, but he, he he's not in jail or anything. No, he's not in jail, which I feel like he should be. Yeah, technically that's that's fraud. Yeah, like he's he led investors on to believe 
he's got an actual company with an actual product, which he didn't. Yeah. Mm. And then, I think when, um, then when the pandemic started, I did a bit of day trading in crude oil. Right. Oh yeah, it was the oil. It was the futures. Oil futures. Yeah, the futures. I made I made a decent amount of money on that. Like I only put in like uh, like ten twenty pounds, but I ten times what oh, I put shit. in because I was like, even though it's going low, I in, in my head I was like, I know it's going to go back up because right. the world runs on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's no point um, thinking it's always going to be there. And I mean, if I had held, I probably would have made a lot more. But you just held it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's all went up <laughs> like mad in it. Yeah. Ah, oh. Shibu Shibu Unu, what is it called? Shibu. No, what's the one that just crashed? Uh, Shibu. Another like, no, no, no. one case. Uh, Luna. Oh, Luna, Luna coin. I've got some Solana. Solana is like meant to be close to Ethereum or some shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. Like, but that's also okay. crashed, right? I mean, everything's, everything's crashed. crashed yeah. But <laughs> like, but I, I, I did make my, some money off um, Shiba Inu. Did you? Yeah, because I knew it was a shit coin, but I got in right when it started, and like once I like doubled what I put in, Mate, I pulled out. It, it went up because what Elon Musk released. Hello, that's Dogecoin. Hello. No, but yeah, yeah, it was Dogecoin. He did something about Shibu Unu too. Shibu Unu is the one with the dog in it. Yeah, I mean they they both got both. The dogs in it. Or oh, does Doge have the dog as well? Yeah. Well, okay, Doge dog. The one that Musk put out was um, Dogecoin, I think. Yeah. Well, he he think he'd more than one coin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's like, um, he brought the price of Bitcoin as well. Oh, uh, when he bought when they bought when because uh, Tesla yeah. bought share. I mean, Bitcoin didn't they? Yeah. Right, he brought the price up, and then he caused. I'm I'm pretty sure he ended up causing it to crash as well because there's interviews where he says, "I don't see any use for Bitcoin." Because I think it's going to be used by criminals. No, he sold it. Like they, he sold it after, that. Uh, or he sold a certain percentage. Because what he wanted was, um, he wanted people to actually like mine Bitcoin using electricity, uh, like, using okay. renewable sources essentially. Because apparently uses up a lot of. Uh, yeah, uses yeah, up a lot of electric. Um, yeah. Uses a shitload of electricity to mine it. Open the door because I think she's. They have. They um, had these massive farms in China where they were just using it to mine Bitcoin. Yeah. I thought it's in, it's not in Russia. There's, I'm sure there's ones yeah, in Russia as well. And it's like stories where like Russia owns Bitcoin and stuff. Like they're the right. makers of it. Um, hey, people still don't know who Satoshi no. Nekma, whatever his name is, <laughs> who the guy yeah. actually is. Like there was a case that happened, I think it's a few months ago, where this warehouse in Birmingham got raided, right? Because it was using a a lot of electricity, but it wasn't. They weren't paying for it. They siphoned it off somehow. Right. And the police thought it was a. Uh, they were growing drugs. Uh, yeah. But it turned out it was a Bitcoin like mining My- off from mining operation. They was, they just siphoned off um, electricity to a whole warehouse to mine Bitcoin, and the only reason they got caught was because they weren't paying for the electricity. How do you? What is Bitcoin? Is it like a physical coin? No, it's all digital. But, like, why do you need to mine it? Like, physically? Oh, boy. It's very complicated. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't understand it's that. It's created. Oh, so it's the mining like, is to create a coin. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. yeah. 
No, 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 no. Stuff is that, even that. That's digital as well. No, it's it's called mining, but yeah. you. The way I understood it was you solve some kind of problems using the the using the Bitcoin code, and solving it releases the um, bitcoins. That's how I understood it. I still don't understand. Why would that need a lot of electricity? Because it's and it takes like hours, and like oh, depending on the process and stuff you have, like it could maybe take days. Like right. using a normal computer, I don't know. Probably take like somebody created like an online mining tool. Yeah, but yeah, say that. <laughs> but it becomes harder to mine as you mine more. So the the um the problems become harder and harder oh, to yeah, solve. Yeah. So right. I think like when. When Bitcoin first got released, you could mine it using just like a regular computer. But now you can't. You have yeah. specific like dedicated mining rigs that are built just for the intention of uh, mining cryptocurrencies. It's like Pokemon Go, but like serious. Almost. No. But I don't know where you got that comparison from. What do you mean? <laughs> because it's like made up. Like somebody else, somebody's making this up. Oh, yeah. It's, making yeah, it more difficult. There's somebody controlling it. But it's not real life. You can't physically touch it. No, yeah. But uh, Pokemon Go, you can't physically touch. You see it. You can't physically touch yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. It's but, like a game. I mean, it's the same for like cash. I mean, for money as well. When was the last time you... Had notes. Yeah, had notes or like used cash to buy something. True. Yeah. Like, everything's moving into the like... Digital. Digi- yeah. Going digital. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So that'd be like... Yeah, and the reason the coins become so popular is because it is like gold, but it's like digital gold. Like you can't keep printing more and more Bitcoin. So I think it's like twenty-one million is the maximum number of Bitcoins you can ever be mined, and I think you'll probably reach. I think that they say you you reach it in like twenty fifty-six or something like that, or like the limit. Yeah, the limit. So how many Bitcoins is there now? I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But Do you think we're getting closer to that? So it's getting harder to get more out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're getting. I don't think we're getting closer to it. But I do. But also, I think um, majority of the Bitcoin is held by like institutions. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's held by a small number of people. So there is a bit of a disparity between it because. I mean, a regular person can't really buy a whole Bitcoin anymore. And the people yeah. that got into it really early on, like, I'm sure they, you know, I'm sure there's people who have become millionaires, millionaires. And millionaires yeah. from getting, um, from investing into it. Like, the ring Imagine, bro. Like, when I first heard about Bitcoin, uh, it was $500. Right. And I was, con- I, and at that time, I was thinking that it's like, it's already gone up so much. And it was <laughs> $500. I first heard of it ten years ago, like when I was in year ten or year eleven, and that oh, that was shit. That must be even lower than it was like twenty pounds for one bitcoin. And I remember like asking my dad, "Please give me some money to buy it." And he was like, "It's no, it's a scam. Like, why do you want money for it?" But the only reason I got in, I started reading about it was because there was an article that got published about the guy behind Silk Road. What? That was the online drugs marketplace. Okay. Well, it was. Um, and I just found it really interesting and then I, I kind of went down a big rabbit hole where I was reading about like Bitcoin, the deep web and all of that. 
that's how I got into like this whole thing. But, yeah, I still remember like asking my asking my dad, my dad for my money to buy yeah. it, and I was like, imagine if you did. Hell <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, but you know, I <laughs> no point thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah. No point, Jamalan. Oh. How long has it been? No way. Eleven minutes. Yeah. Do you want to end in that, or we can do our podcast in it? Yeah, so it's up to you guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll end it there. Like, we'll, yeah, it'll be nice to actually end it when we want to end it for once. Yeah, we, uh, we had the starting goal of like keeping it forty minutes. Yeah, right? that was initially. Yeah, we we said like forty five minutes. It's I think. It's but that's not long enough. Like, yeah, at for all, a conversation. Yeah. For a conversation, it's not. It's really not. But we 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 found out that like after we started, oh, okay, yeah, how quick time yeah, goes. Yeah, time goes. But yeah, thank you for coming on, Alan. Like, no. <laughs> gonna put your link in that in the description below. Yeah. I would Thanks say, like, me, bro. with like my new podcast in UK, is there anyone else that you know that are doing it? Uh, not that I know of. In the UK, I think you were the first. Yeah. Started. I know. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I don't, I haven't heard of anyone else doing it. Like, yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I don't think anyone else had started one. I think we, I think we are the early people who's got. This is one. weird. To think about it, since like the amount of people that's got podcasts now, yeah, but yeah. I think like we're going to start seeing more and more, yeah, because people are doing more creative kind of content, yeah, yeah, and there's more avenues to put it out as well now. So you've got Instagram, you've yeah, got Facebook, exactly. YouTube, like you've got all of these different uh, places that you can create and put it out. So I think we will start seeing more and more come out, and also. Like once one person, like once someone else has done it, then it becomes yeah, yeah, more accessible, accessible almost. Yeah, for people, that's true. Now that, it's always like that, and like yeah. as soon as like one person does it, it's always like a domino effect. Yeah, like, because like before I started, when I was thinking of starting, I was like, oh, there's so much stuff to like think about yeah. and sort out. But then afterwards, I was like, oh, okay, it's not as hard as I thought it yeah. was. Once you start it, it's just like you just yeah. Just get it going, isn't it? You get ideas to do the next thing and then yeah. grow from there. And like, like what what have you guys kind of got planned for this now in terms of trying to grow it? I would say, like we said before, the improvement. We can obviously hire better cameras and you know get another mic. Um, have like uh, four people in, like two guests at a time. Um, maybe even like change the background and stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. little things you can adjust in a way like to make like, it look the improvements you some, can do. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's always stuff you can You should do. see our first podcast that we did. So it was just me and my brother. We did like a test run in the nighttime. Remember that one? Yeah. Like that was so horrible. We had this massive desk here. Uh, I brought it from home because we didn't have these like tables. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we didn't know how to connect these. This kept coming out. Yeah, um, it was a lot. Of, obviously, at the start, you know, there's always like problems. Like we've had problems all the time and it's just... Like, you know, it's nice to see that you know, that was a start. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, here we are now, and it's, like, nice to see where it would be from here. This, If this is the starting point, imagine, like, like after a year. Yeah. That's, kind of man, thing. like, with me, all I think about is a year from now. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I tend to stop thinking about, like, short-term goals is good, but I feel like a year, like, a longer approach, That that's when you see, like, true progress. Like, progress of where you'll be, like, shit, like, do you know I mean like yeah. you're doing something with it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. I think we we tend to box ourselves into wanting to get short term results exactly. really quick. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not that easy to like to 
to blow up short term, you got to do some mad crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> and more than likely ends up backfiring. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It could go either way. It's that it's, uh, it's a risk that you're taking. But the thing with podcasts is like you're just children, and you're just talking to people, and that's it. Yeah, it you don't need to force anything to happen. Um, it will eventually happen. Come into play. Anyway. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. What was the reason you decided to start one? Um. Bro, like I was, uh, we I was just watching a podcast in it, and I just got inspired. Um, and also I realized this. He was starting a podcast with a friend in it, and then um, he had all the equipment, and then um, he had the location, which is the house. I just, I just had a vision that you know, if we, I kind of visioned something like this in it, and I knew that it would work. Um, I knew that I just went on Instagram and like searched the podcast that I like. And I was like, yo, we could just got to copy and paste this, what they're doing, like similar to this. And we can kind of do it our way. Yeah. And then it just went from like that to coming out with a name. I was sitting with them when we did our first trial. You know, we made a list of like names to yeah. see, oh, which is the nicest name and stuff. And then we were like talking to someone freelancing about logo, got that sorted. And then we did like uh, our first podcast in the day. And then it went from like, okay, we can do... It looked really nice at the start because everyone was like sharing it and stuff. But it's like, well, we, we've got to be consistent. That's you can't just thing. like start this yeah. thing and then just like stop. Yeah. And consistency is Consistency is everything. That's like, the hardest part and the most important part. Because like both of us are going to go through, even yourself, going to go through personal shit. And you know? like yeah. things are going to happen. Um, you might move to another city. You might get a new job. You can be upset. You can be happy. As long as we say consistent that for like two hours every week we can just block the noise yeah. and just do a podcast it's it's just gonna add up it's gonna be like an investment and and it's just been a thing where like we both have a similar mindset to doing stuff so in a way it just kind of clicked and then okay. hopefully it's gonna go in the right direction and but then you control that like yeah, we can control it to like to the fucking like they like make it shit yeah you know what i mean we can take it like make the ship flip and sink in it or we can take it in a direction where we can improve constantly I think it's outlook in it, like how you see what can be done and obviously having a positive mindset that like it can blow. Like I was telling yesterday about the goals that we, we should aim for when we get to the point where we've actually started seeing like a, like a reward from yeah. this kind of thing in it. Yeah. And okay. just like having that clear vision, like that is the goal. If we get there, then we can actually like see why we've done it kind of thing. Yeah. Because at the moment we're doing it and we're not seeing anything like reward wise, but it don't matter because we're having fun. But there's like, there's like a goal that you know if you get there that you would see results. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's it's something that I feel like can yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, who gives a fuck? But I'm not going to think like that. I'm going to think it's going to go somewhere. Because like, um, I was also explaining to him that if you get like a mad guest, like for Mohalal, we, we get Mohalal on a podcast and it's going to blow up. Yeah. So it's like there are a cheat code if you wanted something to work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, it's yeah. like, obviously very difficult to get that. But that means that there are cheat codes to stuff, to start a business as a cheat code. It's just finding a way to connect that, to, to get that cheat code in it. Yeah. So anything That's is possible. True. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously not going to be easy, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. What about yourself as well? I know you spoke about it, but like, where do you see your podcast going in the future? Um, I just want to keep having interesting conversations with people mm. because 
I started it. I mean, I I do think I started it mainly for myself because I wanted to explore different topics and mm-hmm. talk to more people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of all I'm kind of aiming for. And I genuinely just hope to keep being consistent, even if I drop off like after a while. I just hope to kind of be able to pick it back yeah. up again. Even if the podcast, even if we do a podcast, which is like between me and him or somebody else, and we're like, we're we're not in the right mindset, whatever. Even if it's a shit podcast, it don't matter because you're still staying consistent. You're telling yourself like how you brush your teeth. That's a normal thing to do. Yeah. And if yeah. we get to that point, then it's like one podcast is going to eventually blow up. And yeah. It's like, and it's gonna be worth it, kind of thing. That's the thing. All it takes is just one one podcast to, to blow kind up. Of just yeah. Shoot you up. Yeah. But no, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I keep, that's all I'm hoping to just keep doing, stay consistent, because, like we were talking before, like, showing up is literally half the battle. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, if you throw yourself in the deep end, you, you force yourself to to make it work in it. Like, yeah. since we started this now, we can't just um, back off. It's like, you have to, we have to find a way to grow, to get better. Um, whereas before, if we were perfecting it before we even done it, we would have never done it. We would just be yeah. like, oh, but there's still this to work out. We ain't got a DSLR camera yet. We ain't got, um, I don't know, the location perfectly. The sofa's the wrong color. The background's not perfect. We we didn't think like that. We were just like, throwing yeah. it to them. We figured out a lot of yeah, the way. Yeah, we figured it out, yeah. Well, yeah, but. Well, and then me and you going to do podcasts podcast tonight. Yeah. Let's get this, let's get yeah, this boy. started, man. Coconut podcast. Let's go. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Yeah, you thank you. It. Yeah, thank you for having me. Pleasure, bro, pleasure. <laughs> it's our pleasure, Alan Lund. Uh, yeah, uh, if you guys have enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button. You know, button. I'll finish it. Imagine, I see it. You got it. Yeah, no, go on. What were you going to say? Five, let's say five years time in the future. And like, let's say me, our podcast is like, blow, whatever. We can then watch this. Isn't that so interesting to think? That would that, be like, mad. Do you know what I mean? Where we would be yeah. in five years time. And we, we, we would see this podcast five years into the future and it'd just yeah. be a nice thing to see like where we start because i still like, get excited when when i see the video of me and me and you doing the first podcast yeah so it's like i just want to say that five years time we'll do like a part two on it yeah a lot of five years we'll do, <laughs> we'll do in i'm sure we'll do one before that but yeah, yeah well, i know what you mean though <laughs> but yeah, yeah thanks for watching guys stay safe peace out See, what do you think?